You're listening to Body Light Tales, the podcast for mindful people on the go. Hello, this is Miao Guang. Today's Body Light Tale is Paving Jetavana with Gold. Once the Buddha was residing at Venuvana Vihara, where he often gave teachings. The Buddhist community gradually grew with the addition of new disciples and devotees. Moreover, many people aspired to make offerings. One day, after hearing the Buddha's teaching, an elder from Rajagriha was so moved that he invited the Buddha for a food offering. The Buddha kindly agreed. That evening, the elder's friend, Sudatta, came from Shravasti to visit. Sudatta was a kind-hearted wealthy elder who always helped those less fortunate and in need. After greeting his friend on arrival, Sudatta noticed the hum of activity in his friend's home. He could not help but ask, What's happening? Is your son soon to take someone's prized daughter as a wife? Or are you preparing all this to welcome me? The elder of Rajagrihara smiled and said, Oh, my dear friend, I'm sorry. It is not at all what you think. To tell you the truth, I have invited the Buddha to come here with his disciples for a food offering. All of this excitement is for the Buddha and his disciples. Oh, I see, Sudatta replied. That night, Sudatta could not sleep. He kept thinking, Who is this Buddha? Why is my friend so willing to make such an offering to him? The more he thought about it, the more unsettled he felt. Eventually, his curiosity got the better of him and he left his bed to go find the Buddha. Soon, Sudatta arrived at the Buddha's residence. He was unsure if the Buddha had already gone to bed, but he thought to himself that even meeting one of the Buddha's disciples would be lucky. Suddenly, Sudatta saw someone walking toward him. As he approached the person and looked closely, he quickly dropped to his hands and knees, lowered his head to the ground, and asked, Are you the Buddha? Yes, I am. Please stand. The Buddha said kindly. Thank you, Buddha. Sudatta replied. What is your name? The Buddha asked. My name is Sudatta. I am from Sravasti in the north. Because I always try to help those less fortunate, the people of my homeland call me Anatta Pindaka, meaning the one who gives to the lonely. Sudatta replied as he looked at the Buddha. He then noticed there was a dazzling golden light shining from behind the Buddha. As they stood there in the forest, the Buddha spoke of the Dharma to Sudatta. After hearing the Dharma, Sudatta joyfully replied, Buddha, 
Though you have shown me the errors of my ways, I have never felt happier. I wish to become your disciple, and even vow to continue being your disciple life after life. I would like to take this opportunity to invite you to my homeland to teach. After reflecting calmly on this for a few minutes, the Buddha said, I have long intended to go north, to Shravasti, but now I have many disciples. With nowhere for them to stay, when I'm there, it would be a problem. Sudatta then quickly said, Buddha, I can build a monastery like this Venuvaha Vihara for you and your disciples. The soil of my homeland is rich. Its people are kind. The king there is called Prasenajit, who rules fairly and cares for his people. He is revered by all, near and far, just as your father was. For the sake of us ignorant beings, I hope you will lead your disciples to Sravasti to teach and show us the way. Knowing Sudatta possessed excellent aspirations, the Buddha then spoke of the merits of generosity. Your generosity comes with no greed. Not only are you an example for us all, but it is also with noble intentions such as yours that one is in keeping with the truth. You rejoice in goodness and giving because you know that the fires of impermanence will burn away your wealth. Hoarding wealth does nothing to protect it. Only by using wealth to help others and benefit the world is it truly preserved. Though giving seems to be only for others, it is also for ourselves. We should not become overly attached to money. Having enough for a happy life only then can compassionate and considerate thoughts emerge. Moreover, our attachments to jealousy and arrogance will be gone. This is the true power of generosity and a cause for liberation. Your wish to build a monastery for us in your homeland is not a gift of material wealth. It is a gift of the Dharma. Some are generous but only with the wish to gain the pleasures of the five desires, fame, or putting an end to their poverty. But your gift of a monastery is to allow all beings to gain dharma joy and be liberated. You no longer have the mind of ignorance and attachment, but possess a far-reaching vision. Go ahead and build a monastery. I grant you your wish. When the monastery is completed, I will go there. After receiving the Buddha's teachings and guidance, Sudatta was most happy. He then paid his respects to the Buddha and hurried back to his homeland. When Sudatta returned to Sravasti, he searched everywhere for a suitable place for a monastery. After visiting various places, he found that only one place was suitable, the garden of King Prasenajit's son, Prince Jetta. The princely garden was an awe-inspiring place of beautiful hills, rivers, lush forests, and fragrant flowers. 
However, Sudatta knew that the prince adored his garden dearly and would not part with it easily. But Sudatta was not one to give up easily, even with the prince. Sudatta went to see the prince and made his request. Prince Jetta, as you know, we now have a great Buddha in our nation. He is the liberator of humanity and the shining light of the truth. I invited the Buddha to come here so that our people can learn from his teachings, be liberated from the suffering of birth and death, and realize purity and joy. I plan to build a wondrous place for the Buddha and his disciples to stay when they are here with us. However, having personally searched high and low for a suitable place, it appears only your treasured garden is the right fit. For the good of our people, I hope that you are willing to sell me your garden, so that the Buddha may soon shine his light upon our homeland. Prince Jetta did not yet know of the Buddha, and so was reluctant to agree. He thought, How can I sell my beloved garden? Yet if I deny our respected elder's request, it may cause a rift between us. After thinking about it for a while, the prince decided to ask for such an outrageous price that he hoped the elder would change his mind. Elder Anatta Pindaka, you know that I love my garden dearly. I understand you wish to invite the Buddha to our kingdom to teach, and that is why you want to buy my garden to build a monastery. I will sell it to you, but only if you can pave the ground of the garden in gold. Paving the ground with gold to buy the garden was the prince's plan to discourage Sudatta. However, Sudatta was unafraid. He quickly returned home and opened his storehouses. He ordered that all the gold he possessed to be used to pave the prince's garden. Seeing this, the prince was deeply moved by Sudatta's firm commitment. He said, Elder, the land in my garden now belongs to you. But please notice I did not agree to sell you the trees. Would you please allow me to offer them as a gift to the Buddha? Yes, of course, Sudatta replied joyfully. That same day, Sudatta returned to Venuvaha Vihara to see the Buddha. After he shared what happened with the Buddha, he also requested that a disciple of the Buddha design and oversee the construction of the monastery. The Buddha smiled compassionately and said, The merit of such aspirations is beyond words. Let this new monastery be called Jetta's Grove and Anatta Pindaka's Monastery, or simply Jetavana Monastery. I will have Shariputra take care of the construction on site. Under the guidance of Shariputra and the support of Sudatta, Jetavana Monastery was quickly completed. And from then on, both Jetavana Monastery and Venuvana Bihara became the two main places where the Buddha taught. This story highlights the virtue of honest giving. A 
generous heart is like a spring that never runs out of fresh and cool water. It never tires of giving and sets ripples of generosity forward in others as well. With a generous heart, hindrances seem smaller. In this story, after being bathed in the words of the Buddha, a noble aspiration came to Suddhata to share the teachings with his people. His wish to build a monastery for the Buddha gave him the strength to overcome any difficulties. Though he was already generous and kind, he saw that the ultimate gift to all people is in the teachings of the Buddha. If one can gain insights and transcend their sufferings, this will then carry forward life after life. Is this not far more of a benefit than any material giving? Just as Venerable Master Xingyun says, Where there is Dharma, there is compassion. Where there is Dharma, there is Pranya. Where there is Dharma, there is faith. Where there is Dharma, there is the way. This is Miao Guang. Thank you for listening to Bodhi Light Tales. Subscribe to Bodhi Light Tales and have stories delivered to you every week. May your day be filled with happiness and wisdom.